0: Welcome everybody, here we are again, once again, it is Monday, March 25th, and it's another episode of Crypt Rick I've Been Thinking. I think we're at episode 12 now, I tell you people, we are rocking and a-rolling on this. Having a great time, Looking, I was looking forward all weekend to talking to you fucking motherfuckers. All weekend I've been looking forward to that. had myself a great weekend. Went and saw my brother, visited with him for a little while, talked to some of my friends who I haven't seen much this winter, because basically in the winter, everybody knows I fucking hibernate, because I hate the cold, make no secrets about it, I've never liked the cold, I don't fucking like skiing, even if I was healthy, I mean, I couldn't ski now with my disease, but even if I was healthy, and healthy as a fuck, you know, you wouldn't get me out there fucking skiing, and... All that winter sports shit, man. I didn't like it when I was healthy. Didn't even like it when I was a kid. I just don't like the fucking cold. And now with this arthritis of mine and my artificial hips and that, the cold just sticks to me and the dampness. And I want no fucking part of it. So, you know, it was a little warmer today. And it was great to actually go out and uh, see some friends and that. Talk to them on my step. Catch up with them. It was awesome. Weather's starting to get a little nicer here up in Canada, up in the Great White North. Uh, you know the snow's starting to melt. You know weather's like nice and sunny today. Sunny, but still cold. You can still feel that northern wind fucking nipping at your ass when you're fucking out there. It's still trying to hang on, but you know probably another month or so we're gonna be into some nice weather and I'll be able to actually sit outside a lot more, soak up some vitamin D catch up with people and it'll be a great I'm looking forward to it I miss sitting out on my step and talking to my neighbors and that as I tell everybody in pretty much every episode I'm a people person when I talk when I do talk to people and I'm in the mood to visit with people I like to do it face to face and see how they're doing look them in the eyes I fucking hate texting and Facebooking and you know tweeting and all that bullshit fuck that I'm old school I like to talk to you right person to person uh, also, what else did I do this weekend? Oh, I did actually, uh, at the end of the week here, Friday, I did watch, uh, if you look at Netflix, I did go and check out The Dirt and watch that out, the Motley Crew documentary. It's on Netflix now. It's based on their book, Motley Crew: The Dirt. And I actually, uh, it was, I watched it pretty late at night. It came out about three o'clock in the morning on Friday. And I stayed up, I was waiting for it and saw it come up and I watched it right away. And at first, eh, if I'm being honest, I didn't really, I liked it, but I, you know, I just didn't, I didn't like it as much as I thought I would at that time, at that point, after I first saw it. My wife was like, hey, what did you think of it? Did you like the movie? I was like, yeah, it was cool. But I was, I don't know, I was expecting something different. That's what I'm trying to say. I was expecting something different. And I said, but I'm definitely going to, you know, get some sleep. And when I wake up, I'm going to check it out again. Because, you know, sometimes when you're tired and that, and you've got high expectations of anything, you know, sometimes when it doesn't live up to that, you know, you just kind of bias on the whole thing. So you don't actually sit down and give it an honest go. So I did actually sit down the next day and watched it actually a couple times. I've actually watched it like four times. And... I do now. I love it. I get it. You know, like I, I have to get out of my head that it's not an actual documentary, and that's where a lot of people, I think, are going wrong when they watch this. Is they're looking at it for like a documentary, like total hard facts. That's what they want or expect, and they never claim that that's what it is. It's based on their career and their lives. And they make they tell you that if you look at any interviews that they've done online and any even videos on YouTube and that where Nikki Six or Tommy Lee or any of them are talking about it, you know they you know they do take some liberties in it to make the story a little better and the you know it's not all time accurate and stuff. Kind of like the Queen movie when it came out. There's a lot of shit in the Queen movie. I love the fucking Queen movie. I, wasn't, I was I a. always liked Queen, but I wasn't a huge Queen fan when I was growing up. Like, I mean, it wasn't, like, my band to go to. I loved their, you know, the songs I did like, I really liked it, and I knew they were a great band, but my wife took me to go see that Queen movie, and after seeing that fucking movie, I was a fucking balls-deep fucking Queen fan. And I am now. Like, I mean, I bought some of their vinyl already, and downloaded a ton of their shit on my uh music app. Uh definitely a huge Queen fan now. That movie did it for me. I was just like, I was blown away by that movie. I've probably watched that Queen movie like 10 times. That's how much I liked it. And I don't even get sick of it. You know. And the fact that Freddie Mercury was a cat lover like myself, love my little fur babies. They're like my children, my two cats. And the fact that Freddie Mercury was a huge cat lover, hey man, that just is bonus points in old Crip Rick's book. That is some badass shit. You like cats and you like dogs and shit and any type of animal, I'm with you on it. I love animals. I love animals a lot more than I love fucking people. The way people are now, I'll fucking take an animal over a fucking half the people I've met in my life any day. But that's for another uh, podcast one day. So, back to the dirt after watching it a few more times i i really liked it i think they did a really good job on it if you're not like i said don't look at it as an actual bio you know like a documentary or a biography that is a hundred percent accurate that's not even what they were trying to go for they wanted to give you the feel of the 80s the feel of what it was like to be in that band and what they went through and definitely when you look at back and you think about i've read the book several times i do have the book it was actually one of the first uh rock books I ever bought like you know about documentaries about bands and that I've read a lot since you know the heroin diaries the Ozzy Osbourne ones the Sebastian Bach I've read all of those uh the Duff McKagan but I think the dirt was actually the first one that I ever bought and read and obviously the fucking book is going to be better you know the you know there you can tell a lot more in a in pages of a book in 4 or 500 pages 300 pages whatever it is in this book then you can trying to cram 30 years, 40 years of Motley Crue's career into an hour and 45 or hour and 50 minutes. So they got to take liberties here and there. But I definitely want to recommend if you are a Motley Crue fan, or you're just a fan of music and you like that type of style of movie, definitely check it out. I mean, it's all. if you got Netflix, what do you got to lose? Set back, check it out, smoke a joint, and you'll fucking like it. I mean, I even recommended my mother-in-law to watch it you know I like you remember Motley Crue and she's like oh I remember them they sang Shout the Devil and Smoking in the Boys Room and Home Sweet Home and I was like yeah you fuck that's badass you do remember them and I told her to check it out so I can't wait to hear back from her and get her because there's some crazy scenes in that movie like a lot of sexual scenes in that and I can't wait to hear back from her and get her fucking thoughts on that because I know that's going to shock the shit out of her so that's going to be funny to fucking get her report on that but Yep, that was great, I watched that, and today I went and actually went out and bought myself another vinyl, I try to get one every week or two, because as you all know, if you've been listening to my podcast, started my vinyl collection again, so today I actually got April Wine, Nature of the Beast, uh, an amazing album, I remember that from when I was just little, that was one of the albums that my brother had and I played the shit out of it, Found it in the $5 bin, in amazing condition. I fucking scooped that right up. And I've probably got about another 20 albums on hold at the record place. I He puts them on hold for me, and I go pick them up when I get the money together. But I got fuck on hold. I got Kiss Love Gun. I got fucking about 5, 10 Nugent albums, like Double Gonzo. And it's awesome. And then, But the album I got today was actually Hailstorm. And if you haven't fucking heard Hailstorm definitely go and check that band out, go and check out their videos on YouTube, or if you got an app, re-download music, definitely download some of their big songs, this fucking band, Hailstorm, is amazing, this is an out, like, a band that my wife went, and she was going to see, I think, Evanescence, or whatever, uh, and she didn't even know who Hailstorm was, they were opening for that band, And she came back with the CD for me. actually got it fucking signed for me by the band. Never even fucking knew who this band was, but she actually was cool enough. My wife got me the CD, got them to sign it for me, and I still have it, which is awesome. It's like my fucking, one of my collector things that I'm definitely hanging on to. Even though I'm definitely not a CD fan, uh, I'll still listen to them. I mean, if I have the CD, I'm probably not going to buy it on vinyl unless it's an amazing album and... uh, you know, I like the whole album, because, you know, to buy a new album is fucking like 30, 40 bucks a pop where I live, which is fucking crazy, considering when I was a kid, I was paying 7 99 for a normal album, and maybe 11 99 for a double album, so now they're like 30, $40, man, that's fucking crazy, so you better fucking like the album you buy, and if, if I don't like the whole album, every song on it, or almost every song, I won't buy it on vinyl, unless I find it cheap in good condition you know like i did with the april wine one it was like five bucks in amazing shape then i'll definitely buy any of the albums if i have the CD. if i have them on cd i'll still buy the vinyl because i love vinyl i love the whole experience the album art the sheets that you get in with the music and all the notes inside and the whole experience i love it and i'm so glad i got back into doing this i mean my wife's not happy i got back into it because they're fucking so expensive but I got lots now, so I can kind of slow down. I've definitely, like, I only started collecting maybe a month ago, and I've probably got total now probably about 80 albums, but I had a lot from the past that my brother was hanging on to, so I went through all of them, and I saved a lot of them, doing the old glue technique, where you use fucking high-quality wood glue and do a deep clean on them, and I saved 90% of them, but there was some that were really fucked up, like, there was, you wouldn't be enough glue to fix them, but I've told you that before, but, so I got the new Hailstorm, and it's a, I, I didn't know this, I, I downloaded it in, you know, off my, where I downloaded my music, but I had no idea it was a double album, which is fucking awesome, so I got the new Hailstorm, if you gotta check this band out, this fucking bitch can sing, and she can sing anything, she sings fucking metal, she sings rock, she, you know, she does cover tunes of Metallica, she does fucking cover tunes of Madonna, fucking uh, Lady Gaga. You fucking name it. This woman can sing it. And their original music is off the shelf. I've turned so many of my tattoo clients on the hailstorm. As soon as they hear the album I put on, they fucking first thing they're like, "Who is this? Fuck, this is awesome!" And every time they come in after that, well, that's the album they want me to put on. That CD is what they want me to put on to get tattooed to. That's all. And that's like even young you know, 17, 18, 20 year olds that come in, they even like it, that's what I'm telling you so definitely check that fucking band out that woman can sing and they rock, I love that band one of my favorite bands and I'm getting their whole collection on vinyl, one at a time at that fucking price, it was like $45 because it was a double album and I almost fell over, when I didn't know that because I ordered it, didn't know it was a double album I thought it was only going to be like $30 or $25, but almost fell over but i'm glad i did because it was a special order it's not like an album that the record store would have on hand so it was cool that's what i did today i had a great day and then decided i'm gonna come home and do my podcast and talk about all different we're gonna be all over the place on this podcast there's not really any rhyme or reason to it and you know that's what it's about that's why it's called crip ricks i've been thinking it's just shit that i think about And I do that all the time. I sit and think about shit. And that's probably to a fault almost. Where I'm always thinking about shit. And different things. And why things are the way they are. And I hope you guys are the same way. Because it's, it's important to look inside yourself. And actually get your head out of the fucking clouds. Get them out of your computer. Your phone for a bit. I'm not expecting people to give up their technology. I know I won't. I mean, I'm just as guilty as everybody else enjoying cell phones and the access to the internet, so don't think I'm pissing on you guys and saying, oh, you know, I'm fucking not doing it, I'm perfect. No, I'm just as bad as you guys uh, with technology and sometimes being on my phone, but I make a special point as I said, when I'm around people if there are good people to talk to you can have good conversation I put my phone away because I want to talk to them and give them my full attention, but so that, you know, that's, like I said, I like looking into things, as I've told you many episodes, and I look into all kinds of shit, and I love to think about it. So that's why I made this podcast, because I was just wondering, you know, I'm going to reach out and see if anyone's, you know, fucking running up the flagpole, see who salutes it. There's got to be people out there that think like I do, or, well, hopefully not too as fucked up like I do, but somewhere along this, you know, around the same thoughts, we all got to be thinking that shit. And the first thing I want to talk about... Let me get a fucking sip here. Throat's dry today. Oh, lit up a light. light, Spark up a little fucking... What do we call them when I was in high school? A spiff. You know, fucking spark up a spiff. I'm smoking a little fucking Green God again, which is awesome. This is shit that actually my brother grew. Because we got our medical cards. Can have our medical marijuana. This shit for homegrown that you just throw out in the no fucking special growing. You just buy the plant, baby plant, stick it in the ground, and fucking let nature do its thing. That's how I like it. I don't need this fucking shit that you smoke it and you're uh, drooling fucking retard and can't get off the couch or anything for eight hours. I don't need it that strong. I strictly do this for pain, and if I want to listen to some good music, you can't beat smoking a good, doing a couple of bongs, smoking a couple of joints putting on some sabbath or whatever it's amazing gotta do it so it makes music better makes fucking better makes everything better you know a little weed doesn't hurt i like to just get a little bit high or you know sometimes a lot high but you know most of the time i like to just get a little glow it helps with the pain definitely and so this green god is like off the rails for just sticking it in the ground and letting nature do its thing it's fucking amazing So I'm going to spark that up. Just give me a sec here. But speaking of pain, that brings me up to my first thing that I saw. I was watching a clip on YouTube and I saw one of the candidates in the U.S. talking about the universal health care because I know that's big for you guys in the U.S., this whole universal health care. And it still shocks me to this day that you guys don't have you know, like you know universal health care for all you know, I live in Canada and we've always had uh universal health care like like you know Canada's always had free health care for the most part I can definitely if I'm being honest with you guys over the years because I've been part of the since my disease I got at sixteen or around then is when I got diagnosed and i've so I've basically been part of the medical community and seeing doctors and all of that shit for my whole life. And I can honestly say that over the years I have seen the Canadian healthcare slowly going down. The quality of it—it's definitely nothing like you know other countries like the U. Well, basically like the U.S. and that, where you guys are really like—I mean, I would have been fucked if I lived where you guys live. If I lived in the U.S. with my disease, I'd be so fucking broke. I'd probably be—I'd uh, probably be homeless. I err in excruciating agony. I really don't know how I would have dealt with my pain, the way it is, uh, without having shit covered, and that's just being one hundred percent honest. I that I is being truthful. I I don't think I would have lived. I probably would have fucking blew my head off by now, or jumped off a bridge, or I don't fucking know. Drank myself in the or got stoned and OD'd or something because of the pain. I mean I don't know. But I've definitely noticed that in Canada healthcare's gone down some. Like I remember when I was younger in my early, early twenties, or even in my late teens, like 18, eighteen, nineteen, when I was living on my own, like it was definitely they it was a lot better. They gave you a lot more money on your disability, you know, enough to cover your rent. You know, they didn't give you weren't living like a fucking doctor or living like a you know, a millionaire by any means. But they gave you enough to survive. And your medications were covered. And I remember back even when I was in really bad shape before I got my hips replaced, that I could barely get out of bed, that, you know, twice a week they would send a, a house cleaner in to clean my apartment. And they would do your laundry. And they would just come and check on you and spend three or four hours with you. And they'd even send in like a somebody to talk to. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say like a, a psychologist or a shrink or anything. But they would send somebody in, like a social worker, to talk to you if you were feeling depressed and stuff like that. And they definitely don't have that now, at least not for me. I've asked about that, and they do not cover, like, fucking... Maybe if you're, like, terminally ill or something, they might. I'd have to look into that. I don't want to talk out my ass, because I don't know. But I know that for... When I asked, uh, they don't have that anymore. They don't have, like, somebody that'll come in and clean your place or anything like that or coming and do your laundry that for at least somebody in my condition and if you have a spouse or you're living with somebody then you really start to lose some shit you know you definitely you take a dent in how much money they give you every month and uh especially if the other the person you're with is working and that you know they they give you enough to i don't even know i don't know if you could even survive if you were a single person on disability now i don't even really honestly know if they would give you enough to fucking pay rent how crazy expensive rent is now here so I don't know man It's is I mean it's definitely better than you guys in the US for medications and stuff but we're losing a lot of it here in Canada don't fucking be kidding I live here so I'm telling you guys truthfully there's a lot of medications now that aren't covered before when I was younger everything was basically covered Every medication. Now with being on disability and that and the way the healthcare system is, there's a lot of medications that they're taking off the list that's covered and shit. And a lot of services they're taking off that it were covered. And you know, the more you know, and you know the government, the soon as they start taking a fucking little, you're not gonna get it back. Once the government takes something, you know, ninety nine point nine 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 percent, it's fucking gone and you're not getting it back. So, and that really upsets me and worries me, it fucking pisses me off, because nobody here in Canada seems to give a shit, that we're losing things slowly, and it just, you know, they it's like erosion, they chip at it a little bit at a time, take this away, take this away, it doesn't seem important at the time, especially if it's a medication or a service that you don't need, you're like, oh, well, it doesn't affect me, so fuck it, you know, it's not that bad, but, you know, You could need that service down the road or that medication down the road and medication is not fucking cheap. It is so fucking crazy. The medication I'm on, if I had to pay for it, I couldn't take it. There's no way. I could not afford my medication every month. It's that fucking expensive. And I've done enough research into the medical, uh, uh, big pharma to know that they are raping people fucking blind, man. With the cost of the drugs that they charge. Like they're right. I can understand. Everybody's got to make a little profit. I get that. People got to live. But when you're fucking marking shit up like thousands of percent and stuff, and when it comes to people's health, and that's where I really feel for you people in the U.S. You know, like I did. I looked at this. I looked at the stats and how many people die in the U.S. alone just on having basic fucking healthcare. Just basic fucking you know, human like where the fuck is the humanity, where is the caring for each other, I couldn't be a doctor in good conscience, I couldn't, I know I couldn't, I know me, and I know in good conscience, I couldn't be a doctor, and fucking have somebody sick, sitting in front of me, and I know I have the power to give them a medication that can either cure them, or leave the symptoms, or I know a procedure they could get, that, you know, or an operation that would help them. I could not in good conscience fucking turn that person down because they didn't have insurance, or they couldn't cover it, or they couldn't afford it. I couldn't do that. And maybe that's a problem in this fucking world is there's not enough people that have that compassion for somebody suffering. I suffer every day, and I have friends, close friends, that suffer with a lot of chronic pain every day of their life. And I know what people in, that are ill and they have, you know, depression issues or, or uh other ailments you know, I know I you how can you not have compassion and help these people just because they're not covered? I don't get it. And I don't understand how people in the US aren't fucking riding in the streets or fucking picketing or protesting or writing the writing their government. And writing uh, the people that represent them fucking saying, listen, like, I think the U.S. is basically the only country that doesn't have universal, basic universal health care. And that's fucking insane. And that's what brought this up was I was listening to a a person asked one of the candidates, Elizabeth Warren, about, you know, what she thought of health care in the U.S. for, you know, health care for all in the U.S. And... You know, she's kind of stumbled around the question and all of that. And, you know, we got to get rid of the the private health care. And I just think it's a simple fucking answer. If if they had, if they I was running for, if I was a U.S. person running for president, you know, I would have it where definitely everybody has, univer, you know, has basic universal health coverage. Everybody would have it. That would be the first thing I would do. Let me write that motherfucker right in the policy. Whatever they do there that I can't remember what they call it in the U.S. You guys would know if you're U.S. and you're listening, you know, where the president can just fucking write something down and it comes into effect. They, you know, Trump's already done it. Obama did it. All of them would do it. And I can't, I can't remember the name of it. I'll remember it as soon as this podcast ends. It'll come to me. Uh, Executive order. There you go. I'd be executive order, that motherfucker. Again, universal health care, but. She kind of, bought that, this Elizabeth Warren kind of bobbled around and didn't really know And we should get rid of all the private healthcare companies and that. And I don't think that. I think that all you US citizens should definitely fucking have basic healthcare. And then, you know, you can have the privatized healthcare on the side, and if you want to pay for extra care, you know, so if you want like elective surgeries, like if you, you know, cosmetic surgeries or some alternative treatments that are kind of like new or they're kind of experimental and shit. You know, you can, you know, you definitely have everybody, all the citizens in the U.S. have the basic health care. And then you can have the option with these privatized health care firms or wherever you guys call them to go in and, you know, you can get extra insurance if you want for exactly what I said for elective surgeries and stuff like that. That That's just simple to me. That's just common sense. But what do I always tell people on this podcast? The world is lacking common sense. That's for damn sure. People have fucking forgot common sense. That's right out the door. Which is crazy to me. Like, just, that's just common. In this day and age, there's people dying in the U.S. because they don't have basic health care. That is a fucking shame, man. And humanity and should be ashamed of themselves. That there's people fucking suffering... In the US and that. Because they don't have fucking health care. That just boggles my brains. Bakes my fucking noodle. And makes that hamster wheel between my ears. Just fucking spin with rage. When I think about. The people that are suffering. Because they can't afford fucking the medication they need. Or the surgery they need. I don't understand if you're a medical profession. per person in the medical field. How you can look yourself in the mirror. And knowing that people that you could help. Are not being helped. or people that you could save. Because they don't have fucking health care. Are you kidding me? And that's what I've always wondered at. It's one of these things I think about. How in the fucking. The governments have all this money. To go and wage war. All over the fucking world. Start wars with everybody. Fucking. For years and years. Fucking all this money. And black budget shit. And these programs and fucking these space bullshit that they're fucking talking about, that's gonna be another thing I covered today. That was another documentary I got watching too. I actually watched a couple on the space shit. But how can they have all this money to go to fucking war and do all of this shit and they don't have the. There's not enough, Apparently, there's not enough money to give people basic fucking health care. Like, think about that. Really sit down, guys, and think about that. That in this day and age, in 2019, on planet fucking Earth, there is people suffering, which is supposedly the greatest country in the world. That's what you hear. The U.S. is the greatest country in the world. Make America great, that fucking Trump says. You know, that's all he ever says. But you guys... but the government doesn't have enough money to take care of and give people basic fucking health care. And, like, just go on Google or wherever one of your, your search engines and type in, if you haven't, I'm sure a lot of you just have, but type in and look at the people that, how many people die in the U.S. every year because they don't have basic health coverage. And I could not believe the fucking number when I saw it. I could tell you the number, but I want you guys to look this up yourself. Take the initiative. And it'll make you fucking sick to your stomach when you fucking see that people are dying because of that. But yet we have the money for fucking wars and all of this bullshit. And people are, you know, like I said, they do this fucking theater shit, you know, and that's what I call government and all this shit that you see on TV, these fucking sitcoms and all of these different organizations fighting religions fighting each other and People of different races fighting each other and color and sexuality and all of this bullshit. It's just fucking theater to distract people from fucking shit that's important. It's like letting a fucking pickpocket loose in a crowd. And you got a big screen in the fucking, you know, you're in an arena. And there's a big fucking screen all over the place. There's all these different big screens with all these different programs on it. And different shows and music and blah, blah, blah going on. And you're letting these pickpockets go because you're not looking at what they're fucking doing. These people that are creeping around you and picking your fucking pockets blind. You're too busy watching what's on those screens and listening to the bullshit that these politicians every fucking year. You know, I I watch the American politics because it just amazes me that it don't matter what side. I, I watch from an outsider. I'm in Canada, so I watch from an outsider. And I don't give a shit who the fuck you elect. Right, left, up, down, left, right. I don't give a shit. Nothing ever changes over there. Nothing ever fucking changes. It only gets worse. And then everybody, you know, election time's coming up. And they all start, you know, shooting the bullshit. Fucking we're going to change this and this. And nothing ever changes because you got people above that, above the government. The fucking, you know, and they call them the shitty elite. That's what I call them. The fucking fraudulent people. The people that make the fucking money. The people that, you know, control everything and they're just, you know, the president, the prime ministers and all, you know, my country's no different. It all, we're all connected. And these fucking money makers and these so-called shitty elite fucking uh, Illuminati, whatever you want to call them. I don't call them illuminated because they're not, they're, they're anything but enlightened. They're just fucking old people that got money and are fucking psychopaths in my eyes and their actions prove it. But they're the ones that control both sides of the politics. It's fucking political theater, and how people cannot—I've known that for so many years. I don't know how people people just fight you on this when you tell them about it. Oh no, no, you know we're gonna get changes through government now. You know we'll get the right person in, and everything's gonna be better. No, it ain't gonna happen. It would have fucking happened by now if it was ever gonna happen. So you gotta get away from this distraction and this theater shit. watching people and fucking let and getting sucked into that sucked into the fucking theater of the political theater the entertainment theater all of that bullshit that they're using to keep you from looking at the fucking people that are causing all of these problems and how you people in the u.s are at the fucking white house knocking on the door going hey yo like listen we got enough for all these fucking wars we got all this money to go and fucking bomb countries and Send people over. But we can't afford fucking health in our country. We can't afford basic. I'm not even talking about luxury health care. I'm talking basic fucking health care. Where the fuck is people's humanity in this world? I'm getting all upset again. Because it's it's sickening in this day and age. This shit should not be happening. And it's because there's not enough people fucking speaking out or giving a shit. And you know when you're going to give a shit is when it affects you fucking personally. Do you think I gave a shit about people that were disabled and that before I got disabled and before I got my disease? No, I fucking, I I can be a man enough to admit that I had uh, friends who had family, uh, their their family, my friends' families, you know, there was either their mother or father... Was disabled. I had a couple of friends where their mother, his mother, was disabled, and I had another friend who their father was disabled. And I was such a piece of shit. I'd make fun of them. When I was a little kid, that you know, I I made fun of people like that. And look at it, fucking karma got a hold of my ass and said, "You want to fucking laugh at people, motherfucker? Well, we got something special for you." And I'm being honest. I deserve it. I fucking deserve it. I mean, I, I wish I didn't. I I. I I, mean, I get upset with myself and upset my and it upsets me so bad when I think about that. I used to tease people with a disease or an ailment they had no control over. When I was younger, and yeah, I was young, you know, probably seven, eight years old, you know, when everybody did it, you know, I wasn't the only kid making fun of these people. Believe me, there's people I see adults making fun of disabled people still. There's no short of assholes out there doing that either. But that's when people are going to give a shit. And, you know, it, they don't give a shit, it seems, until it affects them personally. That's when everybody's all of a sudden up in arms. And that's when people seem to give a shit. When they get the ailment that they need the medication for. Or they got the they got the, uh disease or a, they need an operation or something that will save their lives. Or they need an organ transplant or whatever it could be. You name it that's when they give a shit, then they wake up and they notice, like, holy fuck, man, we don't have basic health care, we don't got nothing, like, you know, people gotta get away from this, this fucking theater that the governments of the world throw at you, and my governments know better, they all do it, they all fucking do it, keep you watching TV, keep you fucking, you know, your head in the phone, keep it in your, your computer, Watching nonsense and shit. Don't... Anything but looking at them. Don't fucking look over here. Just listen, you know. Sit down. Listen to our bullshit speeches that are said on the teleprompter, you know. Listen to what we say. Let the media that's paid for by by them fucking ask the retarded questions that have no fucking meaning. And if they do, they give some bullshit answer and nobody seems to question it. And if you do, then all of a sudden you're fucking... You're, you know, you're a conspiracy theorist or you're an asshole or... Then you start the infighting again. You see how it works? You see how they play you? We're all like fucking, you know, got people above us with fucking puppet strings making us dance and fucking pointing us where they want. Fuck that. I cut those fucking strings years ago. I see fucking shit for what it is. And I see what they're doing to humanity. And I see what they're doing to people. Because I've had them do it to me. And I see it. But you have to be willing to fucking admit that you were fucking deceived by people that you, you know, I've had people tell me that, oh, the government would, they they wouldn't hurt their, they would never hurt anyone. Why would they hurt their, their people? You know, they work for the people. Why would they hurt them? Are you fucking kidding me? Look at all the shit the government's done to their fucking so-called people that they care for and represent. They're all fucking corrupt in some way or another. And I'm sure I, I I respect that some people get into politics and that because they think they're going to change the world. They're going to do good things. I think that thing about I say I think the same thing about the police and the military. You know, they have good intentions going in. They're going to change. They they want to stop things and they want to stop crime and and fight for peace and all of that. But that's why the saying is a saying. You know, you know, many bad things. You know, that saying. You know. Uh, Bad things were paved with the on the road to good intention, you know, whatever that saying is, fuck, I can't get it straight right now. I'm, that's how upset I am right now, but you know how many things were how many bad things were happening with good intentions behind it? That's basically, you know, and there's a saying I can't remember it, you'll know it, you'll be whipping it off right now, going, This is it, you dumbass, but you know how many bad things have happened with people with good intentions and if you don't know by now that the government's fucking bought and paid for and answers to a higher power, then you're just fucking blind or you're just not being honest with yourself or you're just playing ignorant. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's just the truth. How many more examples do you need to, uh, need to fucking know that they're fucking you over and that they're paid for? So, that's what I thought when I saw the healthcare thing. I was just... The number, if you Google, like I said, Google how many people die in the U.S. from na- from just not having basic health care. Just things that any, a little bit of medication or a, a simple treatment would have cured them. Or made their life a thousand times better and these people are left to suffer. And that's how I'm going to end it. In 2019, anybody in a country suffering while well, that same country is out there fighting wars that make no fucking sense should be ashamed of themselves. Because it's bullshit. It should not be happening at this time. And how? And as a species, we're not getting further ahead. We're not evolving into something better. If anything, we're devolving. We're just getting worse. We're not getting better. At least not from what I see. I'm just being honest. People don't want honest, though. They want you to blow smoke up their ass. Fucking so tell them everything's great. Everything's beautiful. Everything in the world's great. Everything in the world's great. Don't fucking worry about it. Keep looking at your TV show. It's all good. Don't fucking look over there. And all the government, It's good. It's just fucking not true. And I don't understand. How, I know it's scary to look at. I mean, I, it upsets the shit out of me, as you can tell. And you don't think I get scared being disabled and thinking like if fucking the world breaks, like we, you know, something happens and... The power grid goes down or war breaks out wherever I live or something, you know. We turn to Mad Mad Max days or something, you know. And I got to defend myself and my family. I'm fucked. I, there's nothing I can do, really. That scares the shit out of me. I've lost sleep over that. So don't think that I haven't looked in. I look into so much shit and that scares me. And I have put so much thought into it. And you have to be willing to look at the problem before you can fix it, don't you think? You gotta be willing to dig in and dig into yourself and look at your fears and what makes you who you are and change the things that are fucked up, which I'm always trying to do. I am so far from perfect, man, I am more imperfect than probably anyone I know. I got so many fucked up beliefs and things and things I want to change about myself. And I know you know Rome wasn't built in a day. And so I work on it every day The best I can But that's my thought on the healthcare Just saying that, yeah, you guys got It's horrible in the US, you guys don't Have that universal healthcare, I get it But I'm also telling you is that Canada, we're losing shit A little bit, eroding a little bit, bit at a time We're losing things too And if we're not smart enough and we don't wake up Quick enough, we're gonna be like you guys And basically fucking not have healthcare And I, that scares the shit out of me Especially as I'm getting older my fan, You know, my mother and father are getting older, you know, and stuff like that. Like, that just scares the shit out of me because it could be gone one day. With this so-called government that cares about their people and that, and the healthcare that supposedly... Like, the healthcare and the big pharma caring about the people? Are you fucking kidding me? That's all... You gotta be joking me, right? You think they want to cure anybody? They don't want to fucking cure shit. They just want to put band-aids over everything and just keep making fucking other drugs that you need another drug for... And then you get side effects from that drug, so you need a drug for that side effect. And they're just raking in trillions of dollars. If they started curing people, all these people that they could probably cure, they would lose so much fucking money. And to these people, power and money, that's their god. That's who they fucking serve. It ain't humanity. I can fucking tell you that. That you know, not anybody with that just being honest and using common sense can tell you that. The big pharma. And government does not give a shit about the people. That is not their religion. Their religion is fucking money and fucking power. That's it. So. Sorry guys. I just. Like I said. It's what I'm thinking. And then I ended up. Which was really cool. Let me just fire up another fucking. Little bit of green god here again. But. Next couple. I only got a little bit. Another 10 minutes. 15 minutes. And. Want to tell you guys that I also got watching, I happened to just see a, a, on YouTube, it was like recommended and it was on the, the uh, down the conspiracy thing and that's another thing you got to be careful about and I am super guilty of that, is going balls deep in the conspiracy theories man, I fucking love them, I can't help it, I'm addicted to watching shit on conspiracy theories, you know, I am so into that shit, I just, I love it, it's fun it's you know it's fun trying to figure it out and seeing people's different viewpoints on all these things that have happened in history and you know the roswald aliens and what crashed at roswell and who built the pyramids and you know were we on was life on mars before and are we being visited by aliens and oh my god man i'm so deep into that shit i love that shit Love watching it, and I stand fucking guilty as charged when it comes to watching those, but the one I I watched a couple this morning on the moon landings, remember back in in the 1960s, and I ended up watching uh, one called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, which was really fucking eye-opening, and another one was called Astronauts Gone Wild, and they were both basically done by the same guy. And it was fucking awesome. I had a great time watching those. And I can definitely, this is my opinion only. I'm just telling you what I think. And from what I've seen in research, and I've been watching for the last few years, looking at a lot of shit on those moon landings. And it's my opinion that with the technology they had in the 1960s, you gotta remember now, the, if you got a, wrist, a watch on your wrist, a digital watch uh, on your wrist, there's more technology in that little fucking watch than the whole space program back then. That's a fact. And you're gonna tell me that those fucking guys went to the moon and back with that technology and never had a fucking uh, a serious accident where, you know, like fucking they crashed into the moon or shot past the moon and got lost in space or fucking something like that. It's like the saying goes, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. Motherfucker, it's a fucking duck. And, I mean, these documentaries I was watching, just watch them. Blows holes in fucking NASA's shit so bad. And, you know, and then the funny thing that makes me laugh, they interview people and they're like, what do you think? Did the moon uh you think they went to the moon? And people are like, yeah, man, I I know they went to the moon. I saw it. I was there. I saw it on TV, man. I was there. I heard it on the radio. And I'm like, fucker, you were not there. You were there? No, you weren't there. You saw it on a fucking TV, this grainy fucking picture. You heard it on the on a radio. You weren't there. You were not walking on the moon. You were not in these ships, supposedly. And... Then people say, well, why would they fucking lie, you know, why wouldn't they just come out and if they didn't go to the moon and they couldn't go, why would they fucking not just uh, tell the people that, hey, we can't do it? Why? I can tell you why. Because they embezzled trillions of fucking dollars doing this space program from the taxpayers. And then, you know, you take that much money, the money that NASA fucking gets from every year from for their projects... And could you imagine if all of a sudden, after taking all of that money from you taxpayers, they all of a sudden went on the news and said, oh, well, we never went to the moon. We couldn't do it. We lied. You know, and they give the people say, well, they they had to get to the, they had to lie because, you got to remember that this was back in a time when Russia, they were scared. This was the Cold War. People were fucking scared to death because Russia was kicking the U.S. and everyone else's ass in the space program. You remember, Russia was the first person to put a fucking dog in space. They were the first person to put a man in space. Then they went first to put a satellite in space. They put Sputnik in. And you remember Sputnik. Everybody fucking, I remember, I still remember as a kid, people talking about it, like after it happened, they were like, oh my God, you know, up and above your head, there's Sputnik and they have the technology to, that's what everybody thought that Sputnik was going to go and that Russia would have the technology to drop a nuke on everyone. Because they got, you know, they had a satellite. So they thought they would be able to put a nuke on it and drop the nuke down and nuke everybody. So that was the whole reason that they had this race for the fucking moon and that. But it's just fact that Russia was kicking the fucking U.S.'s and everyone else's ass when it came to the space race. Like, it was a hands down, they were kicking their ass. And this whole Apollo thing, when you look into it, like, it's just fucking crazy. Like, the evidence is there, man. Like, just watch these two documentaries. And then people say, well, yeah, maybe they... You know, like, you gotta think about it. When you look at the pictures and all of that, these fuckers took pictures that I can't even take with a fucking viewfinder. These fuckers just had cameras strapped to their chest. They had no viewfinder or nothing. They just had to point it and push a button and pray to fucking God that they got a picture and they were taking pictures that fucking people down here on earth with professional cameras couldn't take, they are that good, fucking beautiful shots, everybody's in focus, everybody's fucking looking G and flying shit, doing fucking poses and shit, you know, I don't know, if I was on the fucking moon in some strange environment where if my suit gets a tear in it, I'm fucked, I'm dead, If anything happens to my oxygen or my fucking supposed air conditioning and heating unit they had on their back, or a micrometeorite comes and flies and hits you, you fucking, you're dead. And these guys are on the fucking moon playing golf and fucking jumping around and singing and shit and fucking doing poses with each other by the flag. Like, yo, man, fucking get me a good picture. Yeah, but this is my good side on my mask. Yeah. Get the good side of my helmet. Like, what a crock of bullshit. There's so many like I can't go through them all you gotta watch the documentaries there's so many fucking holes in the original Apollo story that's like Swiss cheese when you got like you gotta remember the first Apollo mission that three astronauts fucking died in a test flight like a test run in the capsule they had them on the landing thing they put them in the capsule, and they these poor astronauts these three astronauts who were uh lieutenant colonel uh Edward White. And I think there's Lieutenant Colonel... Uh, Virgil Grissom... And... Roger Schaefer... And Grissom was a huge fucking... Uh, talking shit about the space program... You know like... He fucking... This guy was ballsy enough to call a fucking interview... Like a... un Like unverified... Like an un... Uh, wasn't sanctioned... Like they... Nobody said they could do it... But he went and got and did an interview like a press conference, and basically, he, this fucker went and took a lemon and hung it right off the capsule of the rocket. He called the whole fucking Apollo program a lemon because nothing worked. And when they were doing this test run right before this fire that killed them, like he, you could hear him say in the in the video that, you know, how are we going to get to the moon if we can't get communications between two buildings that are hardwired together? He, they were having problems talking between the two buildings. And they were hardwired together. And he's like, How the fuck are we gonna get to the moon if we can't even get to between talking between two buildings? And then what a coincidence after he does his press conference and uh hangs the fucking lemon on the sh- fucking rocket and shit. They fucking I think they killed him. They basically, you know, and it's weird because now they're saying that they when they looked in the panel of the of the capsule. That, you know, they said that this oxygen ignited and there was a fire in the capsule. If you haven't heard, I'm sure everybody has heard this story and they were burned alive, basically. But there's a lot of flaws in that because they found a metal plate that didn't belong behind the panel. Uh, they don't know why it was there. And right before the fire, there was a huge power fluctuation. And now they're saying that you know, they might have even been dead before the fire. That they might have been pumping in like a, a cyanide. I saw that, and that's a lot. They're they're trying to prove, and that, and you know, they the government's been trying to. They still have this rocket that the capsule that this fire happened in. They still have that somewhere in storage, and they've been trying to you know do a uh commenative thing or You know what I mean, like. A ceremony to fucking. They want to put throw the capsule in the ocean and shit, and do a ceremony for these brave astronauts and stuff. And the the Grissom family and the astronauts family are fighting, so they you know they don't want them to do that because they don't want them to destroy the evidence because now they can if they can get into that thing and do some research, they can find out what really happened. And I find it funny that you know they when these they got into this capsule finally that the astronauts, all three, were still strapped into their chairs. They didn't even try to get out. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm in a capsule and there's a fucking fire starting, I'm going to be fucking getting out of my seat harness, my seatbelt, and trying to fucking smash that door down or trying to get to the door at least, and they were still all found, strapped in their fucking chairs after they got in after this fire that killed them. And that's why they're saying that they were probably killed with cyanide gas or something before that, and then they burned them the bodies after that they caused the fire to get rid of destroy the evidence I wouldn't put it past them because if any anybody in these documentaries they show everybody that knew this this um Virgil Grissom said that he would have not went along with they faked this moon landing. he was so vocal about all the problems of this and trying to tell people and warn people that they knew Dan well that he would not go along with this fakery like all the other ones did, like all the other astronauts, like Neil Armstrong and all of them. And, you know, and, I'm just looking at my notes that I wrote, because I did write a few notes, and I only got a few more minutes, so I'm just going to tell you some other things, but I want you to watch those two documentaries and really look into it, and you know, make up your own mind. You may say, Rich, you, you know, Rick, you're so full of shit they fucking went, and hey, that's your own opinion, I, I respect it. But I'm just saying it couldn't have been done. In my view, with 1960s technology, it wasn't going to happen. And uh, and then another thing that fucking boggles my brain is, like, think about it. After they, they do this feed, and then when people say, well, we're, okay, where's the evidence? Like, where's the telemetry data and stuff like that? You know what NASA says? They lost it. That's what they tell people. If you go and ask them where all the data is, and that you know they they fucking recorded everything on on uh, tape, the telemetry data, the conversations, fucking for the whole all the Apollo flights, and then they're like, "We lost it." The greatest thing that mankind to date has fucking done, and you're telling me you lost it? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, we just lost it. We don't know where it went. We could have recorded over it. We're not sure. Don't buy it. And then you also got to you know, now you got, I just saw a recent video, like, just from a couple of years ago where there was an actual NASA scientist on the video saying, we haven't went back to the moon because we still haven't figured out a way to get through the Van Allen radiation belts. That's these bands of radiation that if you go through, you know, they have no way to get through them. That's what this guy said. We are still, we can't go back to the moon because we cannot figure out how to get through those belts without killing the astronauts. The bitch, they fucking in the 60s, they were going back and forth like they were going to the fucking grocery store. But now, you know, in 2019 technology, we can't go there. And they're saying we're not going to be able to get there for until like 2000 and fucking 25 or some shit. By the time they can finally figure out a way to get through there. You know, and, you know, they did all of this and their, and their first attempt... They go to the fucking, their first attempt, nothing goes wrong, rocket goes up, they fucking circle the earth, they go to the moon, boom, boom, fucking land, no problem. Take off, link up, fucking head back to the earth, drop in the ocean, no problems. First fucking attempt. Are you fucking kidding me? With 1960s technology, I don't buy it. And then even the guy, you know, that invented the rockets and that, the Von Braun, the fucking Nazi there, like, you know, at one time he said he said in the statement that you can look it up that there's no way that those rockets, that the way they were designed, could ever make it to the fucking moon. But right before the Apollo program got into full effect, he recanted that statement. He was like, oh, you know, you know I'd take that back. And you know, I'd just like to see, if there if there is the moon landings, then make a fucking mook out of me, make me a fucking liar, make me look like an idiot, and point a fucking telescope and point it at the landing site. You're going to tell me with the technology that we have, and Hubble up there, and fucking all the great telescopes down here that you cannot give me a good fucking image of, that you know it's the landing site, or you see a rover up there, there's like three of them up there. Don't tell me that. Oh, we can't take it because you know it's too blurry, or we can't get the stars and all. Blah blah blah. Fuck that. You you should have the technology to be able to sh- fucking show me a convincing picture of the landing strip, and they uh, or of the landing site, and they can't. Fact. You know the fucking shadows are all wrong, and fucking when you look at the pictures, the you know they got uh, like props in there. You see the letter C on a big rock. And all kinds of shit. Like, you just gotta watch these documentaries. Astronauts Gone Wild, and a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. And they're both free to watch on YouTube. So there's no excuse. And you're gonna see what I'm talking about. And then, just to end it, after the Apollos get back the first time, you see all the astronauts like Neil Armstrong and that, you can look at this on YouTube too. It's the interview that they give right when they get back. And these guys look like, they, they don't look like they did the greatest thing that mankind's ever done. They look like their fucking dog died. They look depressed and they don't know, they don't want to talk and they give bullshit answers. And they just look fucking, they do not look like they just did the greatest thing that mankind has ever done. And still to this day, that's the greatest thing that mankind supposedly has ever done. Don't fucking buy it, people. I'm just telling you. I could be wrong. I have no way of knowing. I'm just going by what I've seen and what I've researched. And I just don't buy with 1960s technology. that they, they did it. I could be, I have an egg in my face and they could one day prove for 100% fact. And I'd be the first to say, hey, I was wrong. I was wrong. They did go. But I don't buy it right now. Just saying. But that's enough for my thinking today. I want to thank you all for being here and taking the time to listen to my podcast. I say it every episode. I couldn't do it without you guys. And I appreciate everyone of you that listen. And I just want you all to have a great day, great evening. And remember, people, just start being good to each other. Start loving each other a little more, being a little more compassionate because this world fucking needs it more than ever. And, you know, help somebody out that is, you know, you'll make somebody's day shoot somebody a compliment, help somebody out if they need it. It's going to make you feel great. It's going to make their day. It's a win-win for everybody. So what's it going to hurt? What's it going to hurt? Is this going to be good for everyone? So that's my thoughts. Have a great day. Thank you for watching, and I will be back. Take care, guys.